Welcome everybody to Silver Dragons Public House Guild Hall Silly Shenanigans and Dungeons and Dragons and whatever else we run into along the way. Um, Long title. That was that's a lot. We can fit it on a sign though. Yeah, I'll read I think it. so. It'll fit that. There's a lot of like uh, colons and semicolons and <laughs> uh, subtitles and a lot of other stuff in there. It just keeps it interesting. M dashes <laughs> everywhere. That's how you keep it interesting, right? You just keep adding content. You just keep... <laughs> that's this is how we wrote people in. We put it all on a sign, and yeah. then they have to stand out there for like a, like 15 minutes to read the whole thing, and then mm -hmm. as they're doing that, we do like the the cane. Like <laughs> Snatch people in. <laughs> Branding 101, make it as confusing and intriguing as possible. Exactly. And then we have somebody out there like, hey, we uh, it's illegal to loiter here. We'll ignore it if you come in. We'll just, just let, come just in, buy something. Right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, today's encouragement comes from Maya Angelo, who said, we may encounter defeats, but we must never be defeated. And I really, really loved that. This has been a long week for all of us and we've all been enduring a lot of really big uh projects and things throughout and it's been cool enduring them and coming out the other side but no further ado with a recap from previously this group was setting off on a new journey exiting seacrest and you enjoyed about half a day's journey past haven and into the budding springtime of the Stonewood Forest, keeping to the road, avoiding the worst that the forest had to offer, until, at a point when the crowds were thinning, a metal creature careened into your path, and sever several clever decisions on behalf of your party made this uh, potentially extremely deadly encounter sway into your favor, until a horde gas gripped the party, turning one to stone, and as panic began to set in for but a moment, uh, you, you quickly regained your control, denying yet another creature its escape. Uh, hustling over the cresting hill and across the bridge uh, towards a large co uh, cottage of Berkeley the Giant, an aged and content creature who signaled for another uh, to come and help. Everett bestowed a blessing upon Briar, returning her from stone and reducing her previously existing ailments as well. Deciding to make use of the remaining hours of daylight, as it's maybe one, two in the afternoon, you resolve to carry on, continuing the last stretches through the Stonewood Forest. On your left runs the Euphlean River, that you know will eventually flow into Arrowhead Crossing, and beneath your feet is a well-taken-care-of cobblestone road, loosely following the river as the natural terrain allows. It's a little past noon, probably about two in the afternoon. On a bright day, there's a few clouds in the, si in the sky, it's balmy weather, reminding you how close you are to the coast. But welcome everyone back to Bellastroom. What would you like to do? How are we feeling? Good. Feeling good. Curatively. <laughs> when we get into town, I don't have much uh, skill without people. When we get into town, I'm going to try and uh, see what I can learn specifically about synthesizing that massive venom into something that's reasonable. That way we at least don't have to worry about this anymore. That's kind of smart. <clears throat> um, I should probably be on. What does uh, our surroundings look like? We've made it out of the Stonewood Forest, right? 
Basically, yeah. There's a small stretch that's left that just kind of continues down this well-worked path, uh, this nice road. And it eventually flows uh, heavy towards the west again. Um, is that right? Mental map. South, excuse me. You are coming from the east and then curving back towards the south, following the river uh, towards uh, Arrowhead Crossing. And the, the forest, the Stonewood Forest, kind of has that thin kind of petering out following along the road and then eventually just kind of gives way to uh, back into that hillside that you guys came in from. Okay. <clears throat> Um, as we are traveling, I am working on, uh, I was mistaken, by the way, the, the timing, I'm sure people will have noticed it in the comments of, of our previous video. I, I, um, I can only infuse one item a day. So as I go along, okay. I probably would have done Briar's wand yesterday. And then as I go along, I'm going to be infusing more armor. I did want to let you know. I do have the ability to uh, to infuse instead of instead of an armor in the way that I was going to. I also have the ability the, the magical strength armor. I also have the ability to just give you a flat plus one if you choose that over this. It's a plus one against. Oh, plus one to your AC. What's the other option? Um, you get four charges, and in circumstances where you need. Uh, advantage on the strength check, you get it, and then in, on chain, in certain sense where you would be knocked prone, you can choose to instead not be knocked prone. So all those are either plus one? All those or, or plus one, yeah. Hmm. Okay. I mean, you can think about it. I'll, I'll, just, be, I'll just be Tacking runes in as we're as we're walking along. Technically, it's at the end of a of a long rest, but I figure it won't be a, a big deal. As you're walking, you're just kind of occasionally hearing some small scratching and a clink from time to time, and it helps a little bit that occasionally there's uh, assistance from a floating uh, quill. That you'll glance over and you'll see it just making its own marks, and then glancing back, you'll see Toby who's guiding it as you guys are walking. I guess we'll just continue traveling then. Following along the road, eventually it gets to a point where there is hillside that kind of rises up on your right. But at the end of your vision, there is a section where there's a large tower where the hill is dropping down and kind of comes back to an even point. And at that point, there is a large tower that rests uh, sitting on the road. And it's probably three, four in the afternoon now, making your way along. And as you continue through, this is a point where there is, on the other side of where that hill is, another road. They come into a fork there, meeting here and now combining into a single road, still heading towards Arrowhead Crossing. And... As you're going through, the tower seems relatively well-manned. There are individuals that are in several different areas within it. It doesn't seem that they are actively looking for anything in particular there are lookouts that are keeping an eye out just in general for anyone in need or anyone that might be broaching with uh, violent intent but as you continue through gently no one accosts you in any means coming down that road there is uh, another group uh, a small caravan two carts and a handful of uh, what looks like lizard folk making their way along 
do we recognize Adam and Scales? Uh, make a perception check. Okay. I feel bad. As soon as I said that, I was like, I'm engaging in stereotype right now. I want to um, look for that, too. Yeah, that's not uh, seven. That's okay, because that is a 19. All right. Toby's kind of having a moment of, ah, that might be <laughs> uh, a hasty consideration. Uh, and while these lizard folk don't appear to uh, bear any marks or uh, signage of it, those who run the tower do bear marks and uh, have a flag that is of the adamant scales. Them being the ones in this area, it seems like this is the kind of the edge of their territory. You're moving back into where you're going to be seeing more and more scales, um, the organization. All right. Then I'll just, just keep moving. Right. I feel bad silently to myself, but <laughs> uh, but it is a good thing to keep in mind. And as you're continuing along, is there anything that you guys are particularly looking for or uh, looking to accomplish along your way? I would like to be in my spare time. I don't know how much time that would be. I would like to be putting the finishing touches on my breastplate. Okay. Yeah, kind of uh, intermixing, going back and forth when there's moments that it's getting a little difficult to uh, work on the armor that's moving in front of you. You're kind of uh, stitching and working on uh, what you have on you. Uh, anything for the other two? I'll just be practicing druid craft, conjuring a couple leaves between my hands before they fade away quickly. You got it. And anything for Barrel? Um... <clears throat> Not really. That's all right. Continuing along, are you guys going to uh, kind of make for your own, or are you sticking with this uh, small caravan that's moving along? Um, I think, um, I mean, if we stay with the caravan, we probably won't be that now. Yeah, might as well stay with the caravan. If if they are like available for conversation as well, I mean, it'd be probably better to introduce ourselves, right? Prince? Yeah. Uh, then I think I think we'll probably do that. Uh, they welcome you in and uh, continue along. And uh, there's no stop per se. They just kind of acknowledge as you fall into step with them and uh, welcome each of you uh, as you continue along at their side. So, uh, friend, do we, uh, do we have a way to, like, are we planning on doing anything to try and hide our identity at the they just sort of see us walking around. It's not going to be a deal. But like the time loop or something? I've read about it. Done it, you know? And, uh, first, we get the more nervous, I suppose, to be. Getting there and getting arrested, and then suddenly back where we started a couple of weeks ago. At least that way we'll be closer to our staff. <laughs> I suppose. Yeah. 
optimistic way to look at it. Because <clears throat> we were, we came down here to hopefully get in, who are we trying to get in contact with down here to help us with our stuff? We don't have anyone in particular, but we did talk about, um, we did talk about seeing if maybe there were members of the, um, What's it called, DJ? The, the Thieves Guild in the city. Cat's Eye. Cat's Eye, not here, but um, um, we know that they're prevalent in the larger cities, but maybe there were, you know, members up here that we could talk to as well in the city. Weren't we also talking about going and helping the Arcanist? Oh, yes. You yeah. guys had mentioned Sorry. potentially trying to reach out to Toll Calibri, but you'd also mentioned trying yeah. to reach out and uh, gain aid from Kali, who is... In the outskirts of Arrowhead Crossing, and we were going to look. We were going to look on the road to try and, as we were traveling down here, to try and see if maybe we could locate the stuff that had been stolen from him. That's right. Okay. No, for some reason that that skipped my my mind. That's okay. So wow. as a lot going on. <laughs> as as we're walking, are we getting closer to the the point on the map that he sort of like vaguely outlined for us? Uh, you're assuming you'll come across it because he had mentioned that it was uh, likely right along the river from the rumors that he had been hearing about in town. Uh, he made just kind of a vague guess that it was probably a day or so out of town. Um, he didn't really have anything to verify that with. You guys along this primary road are probably another three, four days outside. Four, sorry, I shouldn't be various with uh days of journey you guys are four days uh travel along the main road we should be looking then as we're going um is there any what mechanically how would we go about that looking for oh, you guys could just keep uh perception checks up and or survival if you guys wanted to go and kind of uh spend time either along the river or maybe in the forest or something like that depending yeah. on how you want to approach it maybe in the woods like in the evening each night, we kind of make our way out into the forest to see if maybe we can find traces of it. Cause he didn't give us anything beyond that. Did he? Not really. He mentioned a couple, he, he dropped the name of a creature or two that he had heard was potentially roaming from somewhere, something maybe in the uh, underdark, but he didn't have anything to verify. All right. Well, if we could do that, roll, roll some survival or some perception. Yeah. Can I roll with advantage if I use my trusty dusty owl? Absolutely. Dusty dusty owl. He is constantly dusty. I, I'm. If, is it okay if I do that as well? I probably won't. It probably won't be great anyways, but I, I'm willing to try it out. That's all right. Uh, fourteen. It's not terrible. Okay. Uh, 18. 18? All right. Uh, nothing uh, comes up along the next, uh, you know, five or so hours of the journey. There is another point that you eventually come to, uh, very akin to what you saw with uh, when you first met Albert, one of those stopping points where people can kind of tuck under and spend the night in safety. And that's where this group is uh, headed and kind of making their first camp for the night. It's uh, They make camp at about seven, starting to really just settle in unpack things get things set and using their carts as kind of that fourth wall that was missing in those encampments 
Uh, between now and that point, watching along, it there is a single ship that comes down uh, the river. It is fully laden with a variety of supplies. Um, but keeping an eye on that and uh, the nearby area, nothing at this point comes to, to notice or to mind or stands out as odd. I guess we'll just continue on with them and, and I'll, you know, make a little progress in my, yeah, on yeah. my thing then. And uh, are we okay skipping forward, kind of monitoring and making this as the standard as you guys are going forward? Yeah. Uh, can I get one more round of uh, perception and or survival check from you guys? Yeah. <clears throat> oh, buddy. Oof, seven. Natural 20 plus three. Hey-o. Hey. It's a six survival check. Okay. Um, you guys are, Toby and uh, Briar, you guys are having a little bit of trouble, but you have your own things that you're working on. Briar, you are brand new into the Druidic crafts and starting to learn. Unfortunately, in a similar way to uh, the way that Teddy shared with you, mostly through uh, guess, check, experimentation, and just kind of throwing yourself into it, which is difficult. You're learning quickly, but it requires a lot of your attention to to go through that and to be working on that. For Toby, you have a lot of different projects that you're working on. You're playing with these new uh, invocations and these uh, ability to work with uh, items in a new way. It's just soaking up a lot of your attention and your time. Beryl, you're taking into account the scenery, everything around you. And with the aid of uh, eyes from above, you take time every once in a while to simply work with your familiar as you have been in the past, working on training, strengthening both the uh, mental and the physical bonds between the two of you. And at one point you're watching and you guys are noticing that there's at least one ship roughly a day that goes down the river in the direction of Arrowhead Crossing. Hmm. And the first two days of your guys' travel, they are much as the first heavily laden with cargo and supplies, um, often bearing uh, a handful of individuals, sometimes working, sometimes caged, sometimes chained. Um, all of them seeming to bear a variety of scales in different styles and, uh, and weights. And it's on this third day of travel, as you're continuing, you notice them prepping some of these crates, some of this cargo. And they start setting things off to one side. They're very particular about these items. They're going through and finding ones that are already pre-marked and setting them onto the side of the ship. And normally unable to be seen from the road as the road curves away with the natural geography pulling away from the river. And there is a, a bank that can't be seen from your guys' walking path. But in this moment of connection with your owl as you just on a hunch allow it to curve around you see a number of individuals out on this bank, all hooded with tattered, tattered robes, dark browns and greens. They look like they've been patched together. They simply sit waiting expectantly on this bank. And as the ship passes by, these marked crates, you see these lizard folk and dragonborn grabbing these crates and simply tossing them over the side, overboard, and onto the banks. And as the ship passes, these individuals walk forward, collect the items that have been tossed their way, and start pooling them, collecting them into a spot on, on the shore, and then one by one start grabbing these items and pulling them away towards the forest, towards the hills and uh, the light forestry beyond and on the other side of the road. 
Well, that seems criminal. <laughs> Suspect. <laughs> and me and Briar are like, man, it's so beautiful out today. <laughs> I'll tell you guys everything that I saw through Dusty. Okay. And uh, just kind of say, I think, hey, we could pull some disguises from them. To varying conspicuous. People that are pulling crates in which van? How do you ask? Out of cloaks and rags. You don't want to look like a shit character. Well, yes, but where are we going to get in touch with cloaks? If you want. Oh, we're going to fight them and yeah. take their clothes. Okay. See, that I didn't think of that. <laughs> See, he could be a criminal. I'm just. I wasn't going to say it. We could all be criminals, but we aren't. So. I just have siblings. So. What? Why does that make you. Oh, beating makes... people up. I if just, if you had siblings, you would understand. Yes, well, I don't have anybody. So. <clears throat> we can go for that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, when you notice this, this occurs kind of uh, evening-esque, uh, right around that five o'clock where um, the the true heat of the day is dissipating, but there's still plenty of uh, hours of daylight left. And are uh, you guys just kind of going to stop and allow um, the rest of that group to continue on? Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't any members from the caravan that, that were... No, before. no. Okay, just wanted to make sure. Uh, from what you can tell, we roll uh, an insight if you are checking in on them. Yeah, sure. Um, uh, that's very bad. It's me. Sixteen. Okay. Fifteen. Is it? Mm. Nine. All right. And with insight as well, even uh, just using that to just gauge kind of who these individuals are uh, at a, a brief glance, all of them seem quite comfortable uh, in this area, both uh, it being, you know, temperate geological area, but also within this political atmosphere. They just seem like individuals who are uh, happy with the way things are going and content with their lot in life and are moving on their way down. Uh, they mentioned from Crux, which is one of the areas that is in uh, the Stonewood Forest and down towards Ballast Field. And with a 16, uh, Beryl at least feels that whatever is happening on the side, these individuals seem entirely oblivious to. Hmm. Okay. So are we going to fight them now? Just sort of wait until these people go along? Yeah, well, the ship comes in about, you said there's a ship that goes out about once a day, right? Yeah. So we don't have to wait for the next ship. We could also, if we don't want to fight oh, them. Now, right? We know what direction they're going. The ship? Well, the people. Through the woods. I'm very confused by that. The people that took the crates off the riverside and right. carrying them into the woods, we can follow them right now. That is very true. Is that, it's within our proximity, yes? Mm -hmm. So we can just sneak, take this good sneaking. Ambush them. Well, I can help us sneak. That's, That's, no issue. Yeah. That's true. Um, oh, oh, that's right. It's with the advantage on. I forgot that part. That's actually a really good idea. I was planning on ambushing them and then carrying them in the river. I just don't know how many of them there are. Stuff. 
And I mean, if it comes to that, if we're bad at sneaking, then we can just do that as a as a as a backup. Light on fire. A plan A is sneak. Plan B is B is for beat up. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. C is for. Can fire. we please run away? Oh, <laughs> I was really afraid you were going to say cannibalism, and I was like, that's not. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they do things differently yeah, in New Ashburn, it seems. I'm a subclass of human called Cannibal. I'm the deaf here, the new summaries. Thank you. I'll be here until I'm arrested by the authorities. So, <laughs> I do think we follow them, see if we can ambush them. If we could cause a distraction that would cause them to leave the crates, then we could just find what we need to. But we don't know that his stuff is in crates. Right. So is that how magic items work? He's like looking at crates and be like, oh, here's this. There's a lot specific about that. I'm confused about the question. Like, does every magic man need his own diamond? Like one that said, this belongs to this person. No. Okay. If if they have a magic man, he could also use whatever. So if it came to it, we could just take the stuff. Oh, you're saying like if they happen to have the things that he needed, but we don't know what he needed. We we just know that whatever his stuff was, it was taken. That's true. So we're. I mean, it's not it's not difficult to identify magic things. It's usually like horseshoes and plows and uh, an eyelash covered in gum arabic. Like you can differentiate the magic thing from the normal things. Oh, if it's a if it's a spell component, I thought you were talking about a magic cloud. And I was really confused. I mean, no, they could make that. I'm sure that someone focus. has. <laughs> I want to be a sorcerer that his arcane focus is. Is this Nick Yes. <laughs> his his giant so tracker. So it's just like, oh, you want to fight? It's just like John Deere. <laughs> John Deere summons Fay Deer. Attack. <laughs> Pulled by uh, two oxen, one of whom has a blood red horn. Danger, that's your beast companion. Amazing. <laughs> this is modern Dean. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Anyways, back to the story. Steady flicker and countryman, true countryman come together. What, what better are you doing? It's just this yeah. campaign, but in the future, like a, th a hundred years in the future. Uh. Okay, so plan is follow these people, see if we can find their hideout. If we do. An important so, note do we have to cross the river to get to where they are? No. So this was happening on your side of the river, but there was just simply an area wherein the road kind of curved away from the river, creating a natural uh, embankment that is not visible from the road. Gotcha. And that's where they are. And they have currently pooled and collected these items into uh, a large pile. And then as they are able, they are taking um, a couple at a time and making their way into the forest and then gotcha. returning and grabbing more. Oh, so there's so uh, moments where they're not here. How big are the crates? There's a variety. So there are some barrels that are um, just kind of your standard average... <laughs> Yes, <laughs> it's a mixture of barrels, crates, and the crates vary in um, sizes, probably the smallest being two by two, the largest, uh, closer to like a four by four. 
other and it's four by four feet. Any four by four what? Huh? I don't know. You don't know your suit size. I don't know what a suit is. Unless it's armor. It's also a playing card thing. We can talk about this later. I don't what think cars we... are. Where do you think I come from? <laughs> I'm gonna look <laughs> up in the distance and see if when... the people are currently here. Can we sneak up and like pry the stuff open to look at what they're they're hauling off? Uh, so are you looking to get uh, an, a look at the item and then, or are you looking for a, a, a gap in their presence? Uh, I don't know. What do we want to do? We could follow them after they've gotten all the things, or we could go out and look at what the stuff is right now, which we might not have the opportunity to do later. I say we look at the stuff because we don't even know that they're criminals. We just know that they're weird. That's very true. Okay. Briar's um, the smartest one of all. It's true. <laughs> campaign. It was just you. Can you imagine? Is the two of us. It's the two of us just like bickering about music, and then Briar just standing there. Being like, like, what? What is? Why? I have That's to know though that <laughs> by the way, set of guards has that exact same conversation. We don't know that they're criminals. They just they just look weird for every like adventuring party that comes through. <laughs> and then most of the time they were criminals. <laughs> yep. No, if you would buy that in sticker form. <laughs> First we don't know that they're criminals. They just look weird. <laughs> it's gonna be on Patreon in a week and a half. Um, oh, jeez. Yes, that's a good point. And so I think we should just sort of like veer off the road a little bit as the caravan is passing. The caravan that we were with is passing. We just sort of sneak into the trees and then we drop to the ground, try to be a little sneaky, and then wait until there's a gap where they've brought some stuff and they're gone. And then we can run up and. You got it. So we'll start with stealth checks all around. Do we want stealth help now or later? It's probably now. Mm, I Unless mean, we'll be we following. It's an hour, right? So I, Is it an hour? It's an hour. So, oh, yeah. Then let's do it now. Yeah. Okay. Boom, bam, hand on the ground. Dust likes it. Oh, I didn't need it. it. I rolled so well. <laughs> Did you roll so well? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, it's okay. You have a plus 10 to stealth. I got a 32, so. Holy crap. 32 with, 32 with, with, has to have a trace. So 20 yeah, yeah. by myself. But that's still very good. No, I rolled a 19, though. Nice. Wait, why did you have advantage? Oh, I didn't. Has to trace didn't give you advantage. So instead it was a 16, which makes it a 29. Still that's great. Bad. Yeah, I had a 20 with advantage, so. Mine's 22. Okay. Uh, you, you guys kind of naturally peel off, not only in like a, you guys kind of like disappear from the group, like you guys find a way to naturally kind of veer off in a way that the group is just kind of like, oh, they're checking on their own thing. We'll continue on our way. I'm sure they'll catch up. And they continue along. And then you find yourselves uh, on the side of the road backtracking just a little bit to a point where there is a small um, easy access point uh, near this bank and creeping down you can see um, short individuals probably four at a time coming by grabbing an item or two and then all working together to hoist up and then continue along there's an area that they are uh, more in the center of this area that's a little outside of your guys's purview that they continue across in and there is a moment here wherein 
uh, currently on the banks of the shore, there is no one. Just a collection of these random items. Go. All right, moving yeah, forward. Yeah. Look in if we can. Sure. Uh, from the outside, there uh, aren't a ton of descriptors on these. However, you do see markings mostly with um, chalk or red paints that have uh, numbers and occasionally uh, a small symbol on those. It's uh, much like a circle with a single slash through it. That's cat's eye. Isn't it? Ooh. It's very similar. However, uh, whereas the cat's eye tends to oh, be- Oh, circle. Circle with a single slash. Yes, a circle with a slash. And the cat's eye more typically tends to be like a true uh, like a vertical. This has a bit of a, a lazy slant to it. Would I recognize this as a symbol of an organization that maybe would have come through Dayborn at one time? That uh, give me a history check. Maybe it's not a symbol of an organization. Sorry, make it just. That is a natural 20. Wow. Ooh. Second. So it's a natural 20 in total. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're glancing through these and you're running through your head uh, any organization, any affiliation, whether it be uh guild uh religious uh or just anything in general nothing specific is coming to mind uh it is shared on each of these uh on each of these uh, items that have been tossed aside uh this with a natural 20 you're gonna assume and just kind of guess that this is likely just a quick mark so that when they're there on the ship they just they on the ship know this is gonna be tossed and additionally for individuals much unlike your, uh, much like yourselves, who were to come across it, might not, you know, come across and be like, "Oh, this is for you know, this." It's uh, relatively arbitrary enough so that those who see it go, "This is being tossed," but not enough to lend or lead back towards anyone. Hmm. Hmm. Right. So, um, do you have a crowbar? I will hold out my longsword. No, no, it's, it's pretty good hardware. And I'll pull out the scythe that I bought. It's not better, though, because that's also I'll very it around in my hand. Can I just bust open the top of this box? No, no, because they have to know that we're not... Could have broken in the fall, I suppose. I want to break something, but he's right. Um, we to fight things like... Just take out a moon dagger? We don't own a crowbar. That's not a normal thing for a person to carry. If only I had my. No, it's not. I own a crowbar. I had a shovel before. That's, that's so. a shovel. That's I own. No, no, no. You need to be prepared for these exact sort of situations. Can I try and things? open this box as we're preparing to other people things? <laughs> other people. What if? You, I just, what if it was your crate? And then you I, need to get inside of it, but you would never crowbar to do it, would you? Can I, I take this? Own a crate. <laughs> Sorry. You crack it with your scythe. The scythe and just like pop one of the boards up. Uh, give me a strength check. Easy. Oh. Is it athletic <laughs> or oh. strength? Uh, we'll go base strength on this. Oh, me and my twenty strength. <laughs> I rolled a natural four. So my modifier was. But I'm. Better. But I'm there to help you. All right. You can receive assistance, yeah. If I yeah. see him struggling, can I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Should have been a half. <laughs> I need that stupid reroll. It's a natural one. 
whoever joins the campaign, if we have someone join this campaign at some point, we need them to be a halfling for this okay. specific reason. I'm going to just give my scythe. I'm going to just proffer it to one of the people because I'm getting frustrated with this box. And I really just the want two to of you are there working on this, getting a little bit frustrated and going back and forth and you're wrenching. And then the two of you are kind of discussing, you know, you get into that point where you're trying to physically show one another, like, no, if you're on this and then I'm going to be here now, I need you to. And as you guys are basically like oh, no. laying across this and get set, you all just have this like prickle on the back of the neck of being seen. And you just kind of glance over and there are four individuals in a line just staring at you. Arms a little bit wide. And they all turn and start booking it back the way they came. And you can see there is a small, uh, there's a little bit of like a cliffy rock face that comes up and there is a hole in it that they are rushing towards. No, wait, 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 wait. Um, Persuasion at disadvantage. How far away are they? At the moment, they're about 30 feet. That's Ooh. really good. That's not <laughs> nearly as good. That's four. Four? Four total. <laughs> okay. Can I can I chase after them? Sure. Okay. All right. Oh, we're gonna die. <laughs> no, I'm just gonna say, I wanna like scream <clears throat> out and just say, wait, wait, you can help us. Uh, go ahead and make also a persuasion, also at disadvantage. Who can my owl be more persuasive? <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. That's a six. Hey, Our charisma yeah. person didn't. Do it. Yell at them too. Maybe they'll like, help. Hey. <laughs> As they all tuck into uh, this small crevice within uh, the the cliff face, working away, they are double moving. And if you are double moving to keep with them, they are maintaining their pace. And as you step, are you going into this small cavern as well? Um, I don't want to go into the cavern, but I do ignore difficult terrain caused by stone or earth. So I don't know if that would oh. give an advantage on them if I could just like parkour my way up to one of them and just stop them. You make your way inside this and as you are continuing through you're noticing that as uh there is rocky terrain that is shifting in this is a very natural cavern and you can see them kind of slipping and doing their best to keep their footing and you're starting to gain on the group as a whole and then you see them all split as the tunnel mm -hmm. inside has three different directions two of them going off to the right one going straight ahead and one off to the left Okay, well, that didn't work out. So I am going to stop at the cavern for a second and then act like I give up and just kind of trot back over to my friends. Okay. Well, I didn't catch any of them. That's it. You know, we all make mistakes. Oops. We should check the crates that are coming in because there's still some coming out of the uh, river, right? Those have been collected here on the shore. So you can still check on those, but right now everything that was tossed over has been uh, put in a pile on the shore. Mm -hmm. Okay. Maybe we check those and if they come back for their goods, then we set up a little cap. That's a good idea. I break one of the boxes now. <laughs> Yes. Not allowed. Okay. Are you going to spend some time and bust into these? 
Yeah. All right. So instead of strength checks, uh, just investigation checks for whoever's interested and uh, taking their time to go through these. <laughs> Anyone, please? I'm good at breaking things, not investigating things. That is nice. Apparently, there's an ice cream truck here. Go get one, DJ. Kind of good. It's really hot out here. It's a ten for me. So I got ten, eighteen, and barrel. I didn't make one, but up to you. It's a three. Okay. Uh, mostly leaning on Toby and uh, Briar helping a little bit here and there. Uh, Barrel is busy actually opening these up and uh, he gets one really easily, which is kind of a mixture of both validating and frustrating at the same time, which just kind of spurs a, a small spree of popping open crates, barrels, and everything else. Uh, within, you guys are finding uh, a wide variety and collection of items, most of them seeming like they are uh, uh, food goods. There are uh, like unleavened breads. There's a variety of different forms of uh, baking goods and uh, a handful of things that uh, look like seeds that you'd often be using for farming. Uh, you do find a variety of small sets of components that would likely work for uh, wizards. You're not sure if that's specifically what it's for. It's kind of the various uh, items that you can find out in nature. However, collected like this there is a good chance that they are intended for someone or a group of individuals who need them for components. Uh, for Toby or anyone else who needs, uh, you can feel free to stock up and top off on any components through this if you wish. I, I will wait. I feel like these are for people who live in that cabin. Yeah. I feel like we're going to find like families and children and stuff. Yeah. I'm, I'm afraid of the possibility that we're just. Uh, that we could do the exact thing that Briar thought we were doing and, and assuming they were criminals when they weren't. So. I don't know, what do we even do now? I mean, do we try and take... yeah. check for any false bottoms, things like that? It takes a little time. You guys can if you'd like. Uh, with Toby's 18 and with the, the mention of that, he kind of checks the side on a couple of them, kind of digs down through uh, grains and different materials and is checking things. All of these seem like very base, common uh, shipping containers that don't have any additional features to them. That's unfortunate. <clears throat> so are we bad people now? Is that how that works? Now I think we're just loud and Briar smart. Okay. Um, I mean, we didn't, we, they ran away from us. That's true. It's not great. Should we like but take them some of their stuff and you Yeah, let's move them. Okay. Well, wait, what if they are criminals? Well, we'll find out. We don't know that. What if you're a criminal? Who cares? Yeah, I'm still out on that. No, it's not. Yeah, I know that I'm not a criminal. We don't. Yeah, that, that doesn't matter. You were in jail with us. That's so maybe we're all criminals. We're also in jail. I said maybe we're all criminals. Yes, yeah, Plot that. twist, everyone in the world's a criminal. In their own way. What? Why are you snapping? Or he finishes. When someone says something that doesn't make any sense, you snap. No, it's, it makes sense. You just have to think. 
when we go visit Daybarn, I'll take you to the Beat Poetry <laughs> 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 but you you slap somebody every time. This is beating up. This is how the tradition. This is me taking DJ's world building and just full melting it into absurdity. I love it. I absolutely love it. Um, but yeah, I think maybe we should take them some of their supplies and see if some people can come talk to us. Maybe we can do the talking because I ran with them. I'm not very good at talking. In hindsight, maybe chasing after them wasn't a good idea. No, I was just trying to catch one of them so that they could tell us what's going on. Most people will, in fact, run faster than you chase them. Yeah, but I'm fast. Fair enough. You're right. Anyways. Can I get to moving these? Yeah. Pick up some of the grades. We're going to the mouth of the cavern. I'll take you guys there. Okay. Any indicators? Any like markings or anything on, like this on the mouth of the cavern, DJ? Uh, looking around in this area, you're seeing that uh, this area in general is very well trafficked, and it looks like it's more than just uh, what happened today. You're seeing a lot of scraping uh, on those cavern edges where likely. They've had to force items through that were too large for uh, that in the past. And you can see wood shavings on the sides. These guys are here often and they do this a lot. Um, but as far as uh, special markings that have been put in for uh, anything in particular, you do the only thing that you come across is a similar symbol that you see on the box, that circle with that slightly askew hash. All of this, you guys are right around 6.30, a mixture of uh, the brief altercation with them, um, as well as going through, popping these crates, going through all of them. It's about 6.30 in the evening. Was there something I missed from the chapel? Well, I knew there was the sign that I checked for before, right? So yeah, let's, um, let's go in and see if we can have a conversation with them. Into the cavern? Yeah. And talk with them. Right? What happens if they are criminals? Then we have to fight them. We go to plan B, right? Yeah. Then there are. Well, then we go to plan C. Can we please run away? <laughs> <laughs> the key is asking Plan D is, dang it, we didn't plan well enough. And plan F is fire. And plan D is death. Oh, no, how are we going to get to plan F? <laughs> There's always a chance of fire. Okay. Uh, but you guys are heading inside of uh, that set of caverns? Yes. You all enter through. It takes a little uh, minute, but you all get to that point that uh, Beryl has uh, briefed you on where it splits into three sections. Um, each of them a, a variety of difficult terrains, one of them that kind of drops low and curves off to the right. Uh, the straight ahead seems to be pretty level with where you're at now, and going to the left rises up slightly but continues on. Um, is there any preference on the direction that you're going? You said they split up. And they split up. So I suppose all of them leave the same direction. So we 
Was it one, Logically, two, one? we split up too, right? No. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, that's... Um, I mean, voices echo too. We don't have to go down. We could just stay here. <clears throat> Probably get someone. Hello! We didn't mean to scare you. We brought you some of your stuff. We just wanted to apologize. Her voice echoing off of the natural rock, but uh, receives nothing but her own echo in return. I'm sorry I chased you. Wait. I was friend mentioned to me in the Beyond Day. It's possible they kind of come here. Well, maybe we this is much deeper than we even went go. No, because we're still here looking at something, and it's very likely to be people looking for it. Isn't it? It's just random people. Why would they be the people we're looking for? Well, because this is the stretch of road that we were supposed to be looking for, right? Right on the edge of the river. Okay. The likelihood of them being the baby dies. I'm gonna haunt you. Plan C. We put ourselves in crates. They throw us out of the side. See, that's I they actually had that. Thought. That's why I was asking about your soup size. What? Because if your shoulders can't sit in the crates, we can't throw ourselves into the crates. What oh, is? We need to normalize what's your crate size. Nothing. It's not cards, it's formal wear. I was asking about his shoulders and their broadness. We are a mess. <laughs> Never mind. But did you think I was asking about how would he have a size of card that fits him? That doesn't make any sense at all. It's what I've been saying. Okay, all right. Let's just When go. you need to paint the roses red, you gotta suit up for that. Sure. Gotta be you gotta suit up. Did you do that on purpose? Ayo. <laughs> it took me, Taylor, Taylor would be ashamed. It took me way <laughs> Well, living with Taylor, I'm always thinking of Alice in Wonderland, at least a little bit. We can, we can sneak down if you want. Yeah. Sure. I mean, I just announced our oh. arrival, but. Well, We'll leave the things here. Let's go. Goodbye. <laughs> Deception check with egregious disadvantage. No. With with I wish I could give you double disadvantage. <laughs> with uh, the anti-elven disadvantage. Well, it's two nines. <laughs> Consistent. I like it. Eleven. <laughs> okay. Oh, just kidding. One of them was a six. Eight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Can't map. That's okay. We're still The things you can do. I mean, they probably didn't know what we are here. So they just wanted to try and sneak down. Well, I mean, they don't know where we are. That's true. Should we room. stay by the crates? Maybe camp out? We could do that. I need to leave at some point. Right. That sounds like a mob boss thing to say. But I respect your candor, so let's do it. No, I think we should. I think we should try some of the tunnels, and I will keep a solid record. You don't have to say yes to this. This is just my opinion. I think we should try some of the tunnels, and 
I'll keep, I'll try to keep as solid a record as possible of, of where we're going. And if we don't find anything, we come back to the top. We sit right here. We wait. And perhaps they, they, they leave. But I mean, we've also had a really crazy day. Untapped. Is it pretty close to the end of the day? Uh, through the discussions in this, you're nearing seven o'clock in the evening. So uh, what we go down for an hour and a half. Well, I can't stop this anymore. So we're relying totally on our stuff. That's fine. Well, I mean, like she said, we don't even know we're stealthy. That's and we're here. So and we just go down for about an hour and a half. And if we find something immediately, then, then there we go. If we don't, we come back to the top. Just wait here. I think we're gonna die. We need to go down there. That's very positive, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> what do you want from me, Toby? Nothing. Um, What's your take, Arrow? I mean, I'm all for exploring, but if they're gonna come back and get this stuff, we might as well wait until they come back. That way, we're not and going on a chase. one of them instead of a whole colony of them. That's because fair. clearly, there's a lot of stuff, which means either a lot of people or they don't come up here often. But the scrape marks say that they come up here often. That's so true. Probably a lot of people. But what if it's days before they come back? And what if it's weeks? But if we leave, then we don't find the things we came for. Well, the ship comes in daily and drops off stuff. Does it? Yeah, right? This is your first time in this area? That's right. You've seen a ship go by daily, but you haven't been in this area long enough to know if all if of them drop, if they drop daily or not. Well, seeing as some of this stuff has food provisions and everything, we probably need this. And I'll specify on that too. A lot of those food, uh, food-like items are, us are uh, items used in mostly creating food. So everything that you would need to bake bread to create um, a lot of these things. So these are the bases that would be needed by chefs, cooks, bakers, um, and a variety of other things. Um, I suppose if we wanted to go in, we could bring them the crates as a peace offering, but I'm not carrying them all the way because I have weak arms. So it would have to be you too. And I also have weak arms. Luckily for us three, I don't. So well, you're, I not gonna, you're not going to carry all the crates down there. I maybe can. we maybe we bring one, yeah. Oh. And 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 just to show that we're friendly, and if they turn out to not be friendly, then, then we can go from there. And you kind of know where they are now, so that's the event for the night. Sure, let's but go to. I can also see the event. So. I mean, we might as well. It's not like we're on a major time crunch. Yeah. So, should we go down? Just for a bit? Sure. Right. Yeah. All right. Grab one of the crates. Barrel grabs a barrel. Ah. Hey! 
double barrel. <laughs> appreciate the opportunity for that. Thank you. And you all mm -hmm. uh, enter into the cavern once more and return to where it forks into three different paths. Which direction are you taking? Probably the middle one. Yeah, let's go down the middle. Okay, so I'm going to be doing my best to try and keep a map with my with my quill. All right. You prepare. You kind of set uh, your expectations and your prep with this, and you have uh, your mark forward, your division paths. And as you continue forward, going in the straight and central path there, that remains most level, certainly compared to the other two. You continue through, and then it switches back hard and descends fast and you guys drop continuing down and then it curves again and doing your best to monitor it seems like from here it does kind of a wide sweep and continues back in the direction that it was originally uh moving but not quite as aligned and you're continuing along and it begins to rise at one point and then it breaks into a section wherein it's almost a perfect T. You can go left or you can go right. Any commentary? I look to see signs of which path is most perverse. Uh, go ahead. Uh, either a nature or a survival check. Right. That is a 15. All right. Glancing uh, a couple of different ways, you're looking and you do notice uh, off to your left, there is a little bit of uh, tattered uh, cloth that seems to be uh, torn from somebody either moving too briskly or left a little carelessly. I vote left. All right. That's a good thing because I was going to say right. So. All right. You continue left. The journey that you've continued this to this point has been maybe five minutes, and most of that due to just it being difficult to walk through, making sure that you're maintaining your footing and being uncertain of what's directly in front of you. You continue another set of this, maybe five minutes or so, and it breaks out into open daylight in uh, a very loosely forested area, mostly that hillside, but in a collection in a cluster of trees. Anything in particular? Uh, just beyond the trees, you do see a small clearing, uh, either perception or uh, investigation from whoever's interested. Nice and my owl out. Sure. Smart. I'll send my cat bragging with Yeah, yeah. Advantage on those? Yes, if we're all going. I'll send the Absolutely. Oh, that sucks. One of us has to. That's two twos. Double two. <laughs> I got it, My owl is tired. The tired is a tired owl. So that's 19. Okay. And what was Barrels? Goodness. A 10. 2-2, two, two, a 10, and a 19. Glancing around, uh, you're starting to lose a little bit of the light, which is uh, lending towards some difficulties in sight. Um, but Briar, as you're taking a look around, kind of uh, having an idea better now of what is and is not natural here in the woods, you're seeing uh, in that clearing area a little bit of discarded rope as well as uh, heavy lines uh, 
horizontal, perpendicular with one another, um, running away and into uh, deeper into the hillside. Hoofprints between them, some sort of cart drawn by an animal that is currently not here. Well, I know they went that way. Um, that was probably a mistake or, or something. Couldn't be here. But if we wanted to, there was a cart that was up there. So there's probably a town or something. Maybe not a town, but. Settlement? Know. Well, uh, criminals have to have settlements as well. And yes, we don't know that they're criminals, not yet, but it does feel like that. People don't, you're just getting food for families, like why? Maybe they thought we were the criminals. Maybe. No, no, I mean, if you're just getting food for families, why go about it so stealthily, you know? Well, what if they don't have money or if they're opposing things that are happening now? Maybe. Maybe we're most like kids. And then we stand to gain allies potentially. Okay. That's just as good. Should we follow it? I guess. Sure. All right. Starting to follow this uh, set of tracks, they are easy to follow. They are deeply set in the ground, and this area is not. Uh, there is no road. Um, it's level ground, and it seems that it's made its way easily enough, just using uh, harder rock and, and base rock and things like that. But whatever it's carrying is heavy enough to leave deep, deep trails. Can I get a uh, encounter check as you guys are going along? D100 from anybody. An encounter check? Nice to roll that. I'll do it. 37. Okay. And a uh, perception check with that as well. Shaboom, bam, bam. From everybody or just me? Yeah, it can be from everybody on there. I do look advantage of my owl. Sure. That is. Hey, I a good perception check. And that's a 20 plus 3. That doesn't matter. It's a 17. 17 and 20. Uh, both. Toby and Briar, for the most part, you guys are focusing on this path as it's moving through, and it does swerve quite a bit. It seems like they have uh, experience on what can and cannot hold uh, this amount of weight on a cart in this area that is not pre-worked uh, and pre-designed to, to help. And you're coming across areas, too, that it looks like they had to force a means to aid. You'll come across a couple of planks here and there that look like they have been torn from a mixture of trees, fallen logs, and these other crates and barrels and pieces that they have flattened out to make for small little uh, crossing points where there's softer ground. And as you're continuing along, the night is getting closer and closer, the sun beginning to set, and it's not quite twilight. And you hear off the beaten track a variety of shifting, moving, Sticking to the heavily more uh, forested areas, there are these clumps of trees and bushes and foliage that's off on the sides. And keeping into the, the heart of those, there is something moving in the opposite direction and uh, away from this path. 
um, I'll send the quill to go check and see what it is. All right. Uh, either a perception or and or a stealth for that quill as it's going through. Sure. Um, perception is not amazing. That's a uh, it gets up. Does that have advantage if it's Elise and the bird? Oh, uh, yes. And there is still a little bit of light left, so you can use that, yeah. Oh, very bad. That's a seven perception. Okay. Uh, just the one stealth, though, which is uh, a solid uh, a solid 19. Ooh. Uh, their stealth and perception was horrid. Mm -hmm. uh, it does take the quill a moment in this uh, area that it's unfamiliar with and in the, the light that it is starting to lose. And it nearly runs into um, a creature moving past. And it zips quickly back to you, relaying quickly that it seems very akin to what you chased earlier. There's at least one individual, perhaps more, moving back towards uh, the direction that you guys are coming from. And it's keeping into the heavier thickets. Moving fast. No, they're moving past us now. We can stop them. If we move now. Like they're moving past us? Right now. No. I mean, can we go? Andy? It's creeping up. Oh. That was uncanny. <laughs> How? So they're running back towards us? They're running back behind they, us yeah. to get back to the place that we just left. Because mm -hmm. they're going oh, back to the rest of the city. But if they saw us with the crates, they just leave. I mean, do we do we just follow around back behind them and then if they try to come back through that main entrance again? We are following behind them. Because what's the point of us running through the mountain oh, just cutting them off? They have to come here again, right where we are. No, because they can go through the main entrance where all the stuff is. Uh, they can go through the main entrance. They have to get the stuff, bring it back here. Why would they bring it back here if they would just bring it Because the these cartwrights are going to wherever they bring the stuff. But don't they normally take stuff through the cavern? Yes, the caverns to get away from the riverside. I say they just follow. Unless you were unless you have, I'm just confused as to why we're going to go back to the cavern if they're going around. I'm not saying we go back to the cavern. I'm saying we wait right here on this path. Because oh. they're going to go get the stuff. Through, they're going to go through the caverns to get the stuff. Then I agree with that. Caverns, I thought you were saying that we go back through and try and catch them where the stuff is. No, no, no. Okay, cool. That's way too complicated. <laughs> I'm done with complicated math. So <laughs> um, do you think that that's good? Sure. Kind of last me half a we, we, if we stay here on the path where the trails go, yes, we just sort of park ourselves off to the side, and then if we we watch them come back through the supplies that they want to go retrieve, what we could do is we could leave a crate, we could leave the barrel in the gun, and they're confused. Trying to hide, I tried to hide in the barrel. We'd have to empty the stuff. Okay, no, 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 we wouldn't. We just break it open and sort of scatter it. Like something fell off the back of the wagon or the driver. Yeah. That's 
And then they have to stop and pick it up. Then he's kind of cold in a barrel, and then no, no, he doesn't put have him strategic in advantage in attacking. High ground is what we want, right? <laughs> I believe someone said that at one point that they had the high ground. <laughs> I saw this really dumb video the other day. What? So, what? barrel in the middle of the road, no barrel in a barrel, but the barrel there has a trap. A barrel in a tree. A barrel in a tree. I get to use a new spell with that. Follow me. Is it called a trap? It's called snare. Ooh. And I'm going to start trap. unspooling <laughs> some, uh, unspooling some, some of my rope. I don't have my nice, fancy silken rope anymore, but I do, do have hempen rope from the, from the ship. Yeah. Back. Yeah, I'll send my dog to go fly above them. Okay, to go try and uh, monitor and, and follow them. Just sort of track the locations of them if I can. Yeah, will you give me a survival check on their behalf? A survival check? Yeah. Falling on the floor. That is a 12. Okay. Can I scout out a good place to hide and make sure that nobody in this area is watching us? Sure. Also, a survival check for you. Survival. Ow, ow, ow. That's a 13. Okay. You take a little time exploring uh, the nearby area, and uh, aside from just the normal bugs and uh, natural creatures that live within the hillsides, there's uh, no sentient beings that you come across. And as for the familiar, it struggles a little bit, but knowing and being able to monitor and follow along this primary path, it doesn't have too much trouble following along and, and keeping up with them. Okay. And then uh, Toby was setting a snare. Yes, I'm going to cut my my length of rope in half, and I'm going to bring uh, with my dagger, and I'm going to bring the, the, the snare up and start spooling it around. It takes a minute to cast them up. I'll, I'll set the rope and, and magically enchant it over the course of an hour, and it'll last eight hours. Theoretically, we could camp like 20 feet off to the side. We couldn't light a fire or anything like that. But we could actually like rest and start recuperating some of our energy while we're waiting for the to be. If we want to do that, it's not a bad idea. All right. Are they coming out very actively? No, they're leaving. They're going to get the stuff right now, they're going to come back this way. Mm. And we've walked for quite a, quite a ways. Okay. Can I make the barrel look like it naturally happened and it wasn't intentionally set in the middle of the road very nicely? Sure. Go ahead and give me a deception check. Deception. Could be persuasion. Not so much. Mm. Sorry, that is an 18. Very nice, yeah. You take a minute with it and play around, uh, kind of balancing out a mixture of how this could potentially fall on its own, adding a little bit of Druidcraft here and there to play around with the, its surroundings to make it really feel like it's leveled out in that section. And uh, just knocking out little pieces here and there to just get that perfect, like, oh, it spilled and landed out on the ground. And, and then you guys are guys camping off on the side yeah. and... And hiding off? What's that? Sorry. Did and I then you guys were taking a side off to hide and wait? Yeah. And if we could take a short rest, that would be awesome. Sure. Let's uh, get some stealth checks as you guys are 
getting set up. Good. Sixteen. Very nice. The five. <laughs> five sixteen. And what was Toby's? Fourteen. Fourteen. All right. So you guys are all prepping. You get set just as the light is starting to die, and as it does, in that last moment of twilight, you have a great line of sight on this barrel and the prep and the snare that sits before it. That little strange circular symbol on there with a hash glows, burning, with a, a purple and green flame for just a moment. And then sits up like embers, just that small section of the barrel. But the rest is quiet. Time passes. Just enough as you guys are relaxing. You can complete that short rest. Regaining back any uh, expense uh, uses of items that come back on a short rest for you. Is that both action search doesn't come back until after a long rest? Then. Action search comes back short rest. Okay. Most, yeah, most of your fighter stuff should come back. And my samurai stuff? Well, I mean, you're you, we've taken long rest since the last time we fought everybody, so. So unless you used action search in that chase, chase scene that you just did. I'm ready. Ready. I get my spell slot back, which is nice. So it's, cool. it's as if I never cast snare. Wow. <laughs> All right. As you guys are prepping, relaxing, there's a moment where you hear the gentle, gentle beat of wings as a familiar returns. And upon its return, all of you glance up and you can see, can I get perception checks from everybody? One of our familiars, yes? Mm -hmm. Just wanted to make sure. Briars. Winged kitty cat. Uh, 16. All right. And it'll be a disadvantage with no light for those who do not have dark vision. Okay. I think that is all of us. Ooh, even better. So it's still 16. All of us normies. Very nice. Perception is a nine for me, then. It was a natural 17, but at disadvantage. 11. All right. All of you hear it. Um, the sound of shuffling coming back. Uh, not at any rushed pace, just the sound of a group making their way through that same path that you were following previous. And there is enough moonlight here where you can just make out shapes approaching that barrel that was set before it. There's muttering that passes between them. And having, again, rolled quite poorly, one of them steps forward and sets off this snare as they are attempting to investigate this barrel. Um, they are, quite suddenly, dead. Uh, <laughs> dead. Uh, they die instantly. No. Um, that that <laughs> They do they do get to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. No, with a two on the die, not a chance. <laughs> uh, they are magically hoisted in the air, leaving them hanging upside down three feet above the ground or the floor. They are restrained there until the spell ends. My goodness. So as they're well, they get to make saving throws, but I'm assuming that we are jumping into action. Um, yeah. I've 
I want to come around the back from where they just came from. All right. I want to stand there to trap them in. And for <laughs> what's Briar doing in prep? Try uh, jump out at them and uh, yell. Put your hands in the air and put your weapons down. Okay. And for Toby? Um I'm just gonna I'm just gonna like as I step out of the darkness trying I don't Toby doesn't know how to say intimidating things. Oh, can I so cast I'm, light also? Okay. Casting light. Spotlight them. I'm gonna I'm gonna do the same. I'm gonna flare and I'm gonna have a have a, a produced flame on, on both of my hands and I'm just like watching waiting for them to do something, waiting for them to, to make a move. You spread, preparing, hearing the snap of this trap going off and each of you rushing forward, bringing light into this area and you see one individual upside down dangling in the air with it's seemingly nothing almost holding them up, just the gentle glitter of something around one of their ankles and three other individuals on the ground with their hands resting on their heads in just pure terror and fear and then taking into account each of you as you rush forward with light cast all about all of you seeing uh with one of them now dangling upside down their robe falling free a dark bird-like creature a kenku resting up in the air and as the others gaze forth your light penetrating past uh the darkness of their hoods each of these individuals beaked as well all glancing out towards you can i roll a nature check yeah See what I know about Kinku? Because Bradley knows things about Kinku, but it, it would appear that Toby doesn't. Um, it's a nine, so probably not a lot. You've heard outlandish rumors about these individuals just being the worst of the worst, born criminals and never to be trusted. And as they all prep, um, can I also get a persuasion check from Briar, who made a call for them to drop their arms? All right. Um, oof. All right. That is an 11. An 11. And you see the three now seeing what's going on around them stand, brandishing daggers, each turning, making a small, almost semicircle, keeping their backs to one another. And then they lower their knees slightly in preparation and bracing. I think that's what we'll call it for tonight. Oh. Next time. And I'll try to have a map prep for you guys. And do this to us, DJ. Thank you for joining me. That was crazy. <laughs> good rolls. That was a good time. That was so much. Good rolls, you guys. All right, we will uh, pick up in the heat of a ensuing battle between our three adventurers and uh, three Kenku on the ground and one stuck in the air. Yeah, three Kenku walk into a trap. <laughs> <laughs> you might be bad people. Yes, we might. We might. No, we're just establishing communication. Beginning History will tell. <laughs> yes, they don't. They keep running. Have you ever had any have tried to negotiate with someone who just runs away from you? It's very hard. It is <laughs> communication is difficult when someone's back is turned. And when you string up one of their friends. Yes. yes. I was gonna say who's them who's... down and <laughs> steal their stuff. <laughs> we, did, we did steal their stuff. Go through their stuff and 
what if what if they are criminals they're not i i know i'm actually more confident now that they're not criminals than i was before maybe because dj is absolutely the type of person to intentionally make the story about a, a race that is stereotypically criminals and then make it that they're entirely misunderstood. I feel that this you're talking about. Way that they're criminals. <laughs> I just want to get to this. I'm picturing this like little Kenku village. I'm just very excited. Anyways, we'll get there next week. Yes, yes, next, next week. week. Thank you guys. I had a lot of fun tonight. I was not sure how that was going to go and it went three different ways and it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed uh, your guys' approach to that, and you approached it a lot of different ways. And uh, I appreciate your guys' creativity and allowing the roles to just fall as they may. Thank you, everyone else, for joining us, and we'll see you guys in a week. Thank you, guys. We love you.